You sure about that? I don't know. It says we're live. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. All right, I'm going to... It's a big day. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful day. It's a big day. It's a happy day, right? Yes, it is. So Very happy. We'll talk about why in a second. Uh, hope everybody had a great, festive, uh, food-filling... Drink imbibing Thanksgiving. That's what we had, right? Yes. Well, you had drink imbibing. I, it, you had it, was, it was good. We yeah. had a very good Thanksgiving. And um, it was the way I think, you know, overall the way Thanksgiving should be spent, at least for me, was, like I said, eating, drinking, and, and watching movies. Exactly. Uh, which was which was great. Um, so, Beth started the day very early on Thursday as soon as she woke up, getting the bird, getting the bird ready. Yes. And it, it it turned out to be a battle. Yeah. Beth, Beth had a, a mistake. Beth had a battle with the bird. Beth yeah. Beth was uh, cooking the bird. I would say, how long would you say it was about seven to eight hours? Um, it, it more yeah, I would it, say eight hours. But then I'll explain well, in a second why. Beth, yeah, it Beth was, Beth woke not... up. Beth woke up and realized that the that the bird was. Uh, a little too frozen. Yeah, the bird was bad. Well, what happened was, I got the bird when it was. Um, I got the bird when it was defrosted. So silly me, I figured, all right, I'll put it in the refrigerator because we have another refrigerator in our garage. So I figured I'd put it there for a couple days because I didn't want did it to leave it out. Did you put it in the freezer or did you put, put it in the fridge? I just put it in the fridge, right? So I'm thinking it'll just be like it's in the fridge. So I get up in the morning, six thirty a.m. or whatever. And I go into the fridge, and it's frozen solid. I'm like, oh, oh no! So I go ahead, and I, of course, do the do what anyone would do. I just googled how do you defrost a turkey. <laughs> Luckily, it was big enough to be defrosted in my microwave. You've been using Google a lot for a lot of stuff. Everything. I, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for Google, I don't know. I would be very limited in a lot of the things that I know. I, the only thing I can't do is perform surgery, but not I yet. can not yet. Not but yet. I'm getting good. So anyway, I. I, it said I had to defrost it for like 78 minutes. So I'm like, all right. So every, you know, I kept on defrosting every 10 minutes, turning it over, then defrosting the other side. So by the time it came out of the microwave, I honestly believed that it was defrosted through and through. I was mistaken. And I was cooking that thing. <laughs> I mean, because the thing is, the direction said it should have cooked for three to four hours, right? So by hour number eight, when the temperature that I kept putting in there... Could have cooked three birds. ...kept saying 145 <laughs> degrees. And for those of you who've never cooked a turkey before, or for those of you who are experts at cooking turkey, just so you know, through the magics of Google, magic of Google, the way that you know that it's ready, aside from the little button that pops up in the turkey, if it comes with one of those things, it has to be 165 degrees. So if it says 145 degrees... Wrong. It's not ready yet. <laughs> it's not ready. So we are. So Darren's mom and his um, dad and his wife Avandia came for Thanksgiving. Oh, you're okay saying that. I'm now? okay saying that now. Okay, they came and it was okay, and we were I under mean, the Cuomo limit, and we were all keeping we, our distance. We're okay, all we don't need to explain ourselves. Yeah. Anybody. Okay. So Keep anyway, going. so we did that, and um, and so they were arriving at five o'clock. So it was four o'clock, and it wasn't ready yet. And I was like getting nervous because that was our only main 
dinner. Like, I had all these amazing you sides. Were, you were using a couple of neolisms. Shit, son of a Yeah, bitch. I was like, oh, no. So what I started to do was I started to cut the turkey, and I got some pieces out of it that were ready. So, you know, on the, on the white side of the turkey. But the Go. dark meat... Go was a bit questionable. So what I started to do, and here's the thing too, we don't even have a good enough carving knife, so that was a pain. So I have one, I have um, culinary scissors, I guess. So I was able to cut, I was cutting the leg, cutting the wings, I was doing all kinds of things. I took all of the dark meat and I put it in my Instant Pot and I put that on for 20 minutes in the Instant Pot. Then I took the other half of the turkey and put it in the air fryer. But the problem was I was jamming it into the air fryer. <laughs> so it started, I could, I could smell, it was smoking up a bit. It was a little bit too much for the air fryer. The air fryer was like, I cannot handle this, too much turkey. So it turned out by the time the guests arrived, no one even realized. And my dark turkey was fine. And you tell me, how was the turkey? Yeah, it was, it was how very was good. was the turkey? Yeah, I enjoyed your turkey immensely. Yeah, and it also wasn't as normally I lather the sucker up in olive oil. Like I, you know, my old recipes were always like, you know, pour a whole bottle of olive oil and rub it on and it'll be nice and juicy and then put some, <laughs> put some garlic and put some thyme and sage. So this recipe that I was going off of was only two tablespoons of olive oil with sage and thyme and some garlic and then I mixed it and we I got, sprayed and we got it all over. plenty of leftovers that I'm still eating. Yeah, we have a lot. But and it really flavored it very nicely and no stuffing. I didn't put anything inside the cavity. Normally you put stuff inside and I didn't and it actually was good. And you know what else was very good? What? The cranberry. Mm. The, the cranberry chutney. That was uh, that, that was, was the only thing I was, that's the only thing I cared about the entire Thanksgiving was making sure that the cranberry chutney that I was so excited about came out good and yes. it came out great. If I don't, you know, if I could say so myself. Yeah, well, you, did, you did a lot of it. I mean, but I cut up. Yeah. I cut the jalapeno peppers. Do you have any stuff for her? Yes, I, I just gave her one. Oh my god! Hold she's, on a second. She's really problematic. Well, cheers, everybody. Today's it's brought to you by Polar Seltzer and Dunkin' Donuts. We did, we went on our walk this morning and we actually went back to Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, you. It's been a while since I had Dunkin'. You yes. must sit down on the couch now so, and watch the show. Okay. Do you yeah, hear me? Yeah, go watch the show. I want you to go on the couch. Here it is. I'm moving this out of the way. I'm not blocking your side. Go. <laughs> Sorry. On the Sorry, couch. Um, on the couch. So today, Beth it's a got talk all, show Beth, and, and you can't all, do this. Beth got all dressed up. Yes. For today because she's so excited. I'm excited Imagine too. Shoes. Right? She got all excited for her uh, shoes. for her boy. Her son's coming home. Our son's Ooh, coming sorry home. Sorry about that. Yeah, don't do that again. I'm sorry. All right. He's coming home today. We're super excited. We're going to pick him up at LaGuardia Airport. And our friend, thankfully, our friend who's you know his, his very helpful hints. Yes, his um his good friend. They're coming home together because they're roommates and they're friends from home. And his mom uh, texted me and, and I said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna meet him at baggage claim." She's like, "No, you're not. No, you're not. You can't meet him at baggage claim." I'm like, "Oh, turns out that when you go to the airport nowadays, folks, if anyone's going to the airport, um, you have to wait in a parking lot until they come out." We did not know that. We did not know that. Makes sense. Does make sense. Does yeah. So anyway, we'll be uh, we'll let you know how it goes at the airport today. And uh, and Becca's gonna be taking your mom and taking her for errands in the meantime. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I gotta drop her off so she can take the car. Right. Um. So yeah. So that's gonna be for the um later on today picking up the boy. I'm gonna be taking him to a place in Yonkers later on to get some pizza. Oh, okay. We have a place picked out. What's the place? 
Or are you not announcing I'm not gonna, it? I'm not oh, is there going to be a review? It's going to be, re- of course. He's back. Oh my it's, God, the boy is gonna, back. The boy is back. It's oh my God, everyone. Review. There's only watch. three people watching. They don't even know. Don't even know. I'm going to go get you more They don't even know that a, a, a piece pain. of review is coming. You're being a real pain. And, you know and then last, so last night, uh, despite having all the leftovers that we have, I mean, our refrigerator's packed right now. I have, literally have no place to put anything. Uh, despite all that, our daughter said, uh, can we have sushi tonight? That was last night. And being the good uh, dad that I am and the good mother that Beth is, we obliged and ordered uh, Chinese-Japanese food last night. Where did we get it from? Hunan Larchmont? Hunan Larchmont. Hunan Larchmont. Hunan Larchmont. Hunan Larchmont. Where was that? I don't know. That was an old one that we used to order from. But Hunan Larchmont once again came through. Day after Thanksgiving, had sushi. You ordered me really. Stri- I don't know why you did that. I, I have no objection to it, but I was like, you get me sushi, and you also got me General's House chicken. Because well, I, I know you like I, it. I, so I, I, I it's, it's not. It's not too common that you get a chance to have both. Have some sushi and also get. Well, some that's General's why I love Hunan Largemont because you can get Chinese and Japanese. So and and now, I've been doing interest an interesting thing. Um, I always used to love shrimp and lobster sauce, right? But the problem with shrimp and lobster sauce is that there's a lot of sauce, and then it's very fattening. So I ordered steamed shrimp with mixed vegetables, and then is I the asked the guy. Lobster sauce in shrimp and lobster sauce actually lobster in it. I don't know. What? I mean, it has lobster kind of taste to it. I don't know. It has a little fishy taste. Maybe that's <laughs> what it's called. I don't know. But anyway, so I I asked the guy, and this is what I've been doing. So t- another trick for people who are you know trying to have what they love, but not overindulge I asked for a side of lobster sauce now truth be told it costs a little bit more to get the side of lobster sauce but then you're left with a lot of lobster sauce so then if you were to make a shrimp stir fry you got lobster sauce and you can keep using it for what? You keep <laughs> using it for a couple days I mean I don't know how many days but so, so you I, think it's pricey but in actuality it's, it's saving economical. you money it's saving you money so that's that's my tip of the day <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a, my uh, health tip that's a hack. sauce that's, that's a, a nice that's little, a dinner little hack. healthy hack yeah. so that you don't feel like you're deprived and and I really I was very happy with that nice choice and going back to Thanksgiving I made two things that I am like so excited about. My, I finally, normally I buy like mashed cauliflower just already frozen. I never make it myself. This time I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this recipe that I saw. So the ingredients are, it was, I actually did two bags of rice cauliflower. Um, and then it was like a, I had cream cheese. So it was like a half a stick of cream cheese and a tablespoon of butter, light butter, whatever you do it. You put it in, um, and then you, you it added some, I think I added a little garlic. You blend it in the blender, different than the day where I blended his, pureed his mm-hmm. potatoes. How good don't, was it? It was delicious, but don't puree my potatoes. No, I won't do that again. But it, it came out like it actually tastes like mashed potatoes. So, it was, it was FYI, very good. cream cheese and butter in, in cauliflower rice. Yeah, the bomb. Del- del- delicious. Really good. So after our uh, Chinese-Japanese dinner last night, we, we were committed to finding a movie that we were going to watch, This was and this was the criteria. We were going to sit down on the couch, we were going to watch it, our phones were going to be put away, we were going to sit upright, not in a lounging position. Yeah, because we fall asleep. we fall asleep, we said, okay, we're going to... We have comfortable we're, couches, we're, and that's we're, the problem. We're committed to watching a movie, to staying up for it, and not be distracted by our phones. And we did it. And we found a very good one yesterday that I would highly recommend watching called Uncle Frank. And was that on Amazon? It was Amazon Prime, right? I uh, think. 
It might have been. It was Amazon Prime. I'm Uncle Frank. The uh, Paul Bettany is that his name? Is the actor? Is the main is the main character? And it's about a young girl who um, ends up going to what was it New York City to visit her uncle. Well, no, she she goes to NY. They're from South Carolina. And the uncle is a professor at NYU, and she gets into NYU, and so she's going to the school too. But she has never visited; she's never been to New York, and has never visited her uncle. And she discovers she discovers that her, her uncle, uncle, who was basically a part of a family, but in some ways is partially estranged from his family, basically from his from his dad in some right. ways, uh, is connected to the rest of the family, but you know, for all intents and purposes, estranged from his dad. Because unbeknownst to many others, he's gay, and um, the girl didn't did not know that until she went to go visit him as a surprise visit. Right when she went to him in New York, um, turns out to be a very very good movie. Yeah, it was it was intense at one and, point. It and, got really and, heavy. And here's what's here's what I found interesting. So Rebecca was out. She came home about you know maybe 25, 30 minutes into the movie, and she's. She had her uh, sushi, and then she started watching with us. And keep in mind, the, it takes place, what, 1970s? Like yeah, like, or like 1973. So Rebecca's watching, and she's basically having a hard time understanding, understanding like, what the big deal is. And which is great. I'm glad. I'm, I mean, it's nice that, that, that for many, you know, today that you can look at that and say, "What's the big deal?" But she didn't have an appreciation for the fact that in the early 70s, or early 70s, you can go to 80s and 90s. Yeah, 80s too. Coming sure. out as being gay was a huge deal. Yeah, you know, we, and we, she said to us, well, didn't your friends come out in no, high oh, school? Yeah. So, she, so she asked yeah. us at one point, she goes, she goes, well, what happened in high school uh, did, when when kids came out? Did, like, did, did they get bullied at your school? And we're like, Becca, I hate to break the news to you, but it, it was not too common that you'd find out that somebody in your in high school, at least for us, yeah, nobody came, came out. out in high school. It just didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, so it is so, at least here in New Rochelle, and I'm sure many other parts, it's become pretty, I don't want to say easy, That's probably, it's still never easy for somebody yeah, to come out. Yeah, there because there are still kids that we knew that didn't until college, but right. still, I mean, it, it is certainly so much more accepting and ex- it is than, it, it is a lot easier yes. relatively speaking now for a kid a teenager to come out and be more accepted than it was back when we were growing up so um i'm glad you know i'm glad that rebecca looked at it as like you know but I, I don't really understand why is this she didn't say why is this even a movie but she's having a hard time understanding like the how big it was back then and the emotional burden that that the man uncle frank had to be going through at that time so i but you know what's so funny like some of my closest guy friends they're all gay but now and i love that and and i i'm telling you i i mean i talk to one of my every single day you know it's like i just i happen to and and it was funny because i had a friend in high school and he didn't come out and and I was so freaking clueless. I mean, if I tell you I was with him, I, I must have had three or four classes with him. We were in band together. And, he, and we both played the trumpet. And we were every single day. And I was just the most clueless person in the world. Like, la-di-da. And he did date girls back in high school. But he's, you know, he's gay. And I loved him. And he and I, like, you know, we were really good friends back then. And, and you know, still, we, we haven't, heard, you know, been in touch in a couple of years. But still, 
But it was just one of those things. Like, I didn't even, I, I'm like that person that was just like, what do you mean? The only person who I knew was, was like my hairdresser, who I also love. I, and I grew, who comes I, on to I, the I, show, you know, who I, is getting comments from time to time. And to me, I grew up going to my mom's hairdresser George all the time. George Dandy. Oh my God. George I, Dandy. I, 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 may he rest in peace. Yeah. So I, I love that nice man. man. I, I was That's another person who I was thinking of when Becca was in the room last night. I said, I really wish um, that Becca had an opportunity to, to meet George Dandy, who I loved dearly and was my mom's hairdresser. And I used to go... <laughs> <laughs> used to go with my mom to the beauty parlor all the time and was, you know, a, pretty much all the hairdressers there, they were all gay. And I grew up around it and didn't think anything of it. And uh, I w- when I'd come home from college, I'd come visit George all the time. And George uh, took us to the Diana yeah, Ross concert. That's great. I mean... Who does that? Yeah. Like, uh, how, that was great, the best what, at, like, uh, what, in Forest what, Hills. What a great time. All right. Yeah. We got, anyway, we, sorry. We, we, sorry, we, that digress. Got off track. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I watched with Rebecca on uh, Thursday, um, saw this before, but it's been a while, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Have you ever seen yeah, it? I've seen that. It's a good book. It's, 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 it's based on a book. It's a very good Very movie. good movie. Very, it's, a, it's a very heavy, dark um, <laughs> Woman over gay men, for some reason. Um, the... It's a it's a very dark movie and um, that very depressing at times, but still very good. Perks of being a wallflower. If you've never seen it, uh, try to uh, try to watch. And now it. there's a Kevin Costner movie that we want to see, right? And Diane Lane, I think, isn't it? What's it called? You were mentioning it last. I night. don't I know, like, but it's like she was, gonna, she, 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 was, she was going to try to see if we could watch it last night. I'm like, I already watched one movie. Can't I stayed up for the other one. I'm falling asleep. Don't do it. Well, it's just so interesting because there's so many movies that were supposed to be in movie theaters and they're not. So they're making, they're actually premiering on either Amazon or on Apple or whatever. So every time you turn around, there's like another movie. And this one was like 19.99 to rent. So yeah, we can't yeah. fall asleep for no, 20 not, bucks. No, we're not falling asleep for 20 bucks. That's like almost going to a movie theater. And it's like, and it's like how you used to go to movie theaters and how yeah. you used to fall asleep. Oh, Kevin said that was a good movie. He was she loved. He it's a loved very good. Emma yeah, Watson. it's a very good movie. But it's like, it's, man, it's it's like so troubling seeing the scenes with with him and and the stuff with his aunt. It was like really. Uh, so but, and the funny thing is, Kevin and I were in stage band together. So he knows the people that I'm talking about. Like there were a lot of people that I'm sure did that we went to high school with that didn't come out until many. All right, well, maybe on another episode we'll have, on another episode we'll, we'll have, have a coming out. We'll have a coming no, out. No, but it's just so funny because Kevin, you know, I we go way back. So, <laughs> outside of what we did this uh, past couple of days, some things that are going on in the world around us. Okay, you want to? We'll, we'll talk about right, uh, talk about a few things. What is going on? Um, so, I guess the Pennsylvania court uh, came out and basically said that, uh, "Sorry, Mr. Trump, uh, nothing, nothing to do here." What, yeah, but now it, they want to take it to the Supreme Court. But what's interesting, court. I didn't realize, I guess it's three judges for the Pennsylvania Court, and they were all GOP appointees. Yeah, they yeah they were Trump appointees, some of them, too. And they all said, sorry, nothing to see here, right? Yeah. But he's still going to try to take it to the Supreme Court. He wants court. to take it to the Supreme Court. Come I, on, I mean, man. and it's, it's troubling. It's really troubling just because it's like, you know, the Supreme Court, they, now that the, the balance is, is kind of shifted... I hope, I hope that they're still going to do the letter of the law that they don't want to get involved. I, you know, I know even like there was one thing in Pennsylvania that Alito did kind of give them a little extra leeway on in Pennsylvania, I think in terms of the poll workers, like in terms of the watchers getting a little bit closer, he allowed that or something, but he didn't completely like 
What know, was the state that you said that they actually did a, was it a recount? Oh, Wisconsin. Trump paid $3 million to do the recount in, in Wisconsin, and it wound up with more votes for Biden. <clears throat> That's a that's a that's ding. Hilarious. That's hilarious. I that's think. a ding. But so. all right, moving moving on from our uh, local. So he did, but he did say that when the electoral college finally comes to to vote, you know, to do the tradition of just voting and 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 getting to the numbers, that he will step down and leave office finally if if he turns out he's not the winner. So that's the end of that. Have you um, have you ever heard of pet cloning? Yes. You have. Yes, I, I have. never I never knew that it was a thing. Um, I was just reading about it today, and I didn't realize how controversial the issue of pet cloning is. There's a company out there called Viagen Pets, and you can basically get your pet cloned. And I realized Barbara Streisand. Yes, I was going to say Barbara Streisand Streisand cloned her dog for fifty thousand dollars. And when I was reading it, and then really um, dissecting it, I think it's wrong. It's it's wrong to do it. It's wrong for a lot of reasons. but most of all, it's wrong because I guess you you are basically forcing another animal through surrogacy to um, carry you know a pregnancy for just so you could have your pet back. It's it's not it's not a nice thing. I know it's not a nice thing. <laughs> yeah, I I mean. Yeah, Craig, I saw that, and I've been reading that, but unfortunately, it's like, who's, it's so controversial with the Dominion software thing, like, and they keep saying that it, that, that's not true. So, depending upon where you're reading about it and watching it, one place is saying it's not true, the, you know, and the others are saying it is, regardless, it's created confusion and uncertainty in our democracy and in voting and people not trusting it people didn't trust it in 2016 thinking the russians were were hacking our elections let's just freaking just vote and stop saying our elections are all like yeah, it's, fake it's, it's, and it's, whatever it's, 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 we need to get back we've to had enough, place. we've had enough people who yeah who, who have asserted themselves to basically say the election is what it is. Let's let's move. Yeah, on, let's right? move on. But the thing is, is that we need to all get to a place where it's like, stop saying, you know, fine, go and try to find whatever you think you're going to find. But in the reality of of everything, let's let's just finally move on and breathe. That's what I'd like. Which is like in the. I agree. Yeah. Well, now Craig's already moved on. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Good. Um. So yeah, about the pet cloning, I think it's te- I think it's terrible. Like I think it's terrible to to. To do that, I mean, you know, yes, I understand the emotional attachment to something and never wanting to lose it, but there is something very wrong about cloning something so to have to avoid that feeling of loss. That just is not. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make it. It, it feels. It feels morally wrong. It feels morally wrong uh, overall to do it, and it is wrong to do to do that to another animal to basically force an animal to. Carry another animal just so you could have a surrogate. That's Wait, but what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. They're not just taking DNA from the dog and then just mixing it, and then they oh, and then it they... has to be carried by somebody. Oh, okay, All right? right. It has to. You have to. Right. Just you, right. It's not just gonna. It's not just gonna be poof. Here's your animal. It's okay. Gonna, right? It's got to be carried by by another by another animal to del- deliver the goods. Right. Um. This is interesting. Vanderbilt football is going to have a woman, Sarah Fuller, dress up today and potentially be the kicker for Vanderbilt against against University of Missouri. 
So I guess, and this will be the first time in SEC history that a woman is actually suiting up for a game. She is the goalie for Vanderbilt, Sandra, uh, Sarah Fuller. And the reason why she is going to be potentially be the kicker today is I guess is Vanderbilt has many players that are out on quarantine. So when they were looking for somebody as a potential uh, sub, she fit the it's bill. like League of Our Own. And she's... This is just like League of Our Own, like wear, when the men went to and war she's and the wear, women and played And she's baseball. wearing the back of her uniform, which is, kind of, which is kind of cool. Play like a girl. Oh, I love it. That's pretty cool. Very, so we'll see. Cool. I don't know if she's actually going to make it into the actual game, but it is very cool that she's I have a up. I have a little nice lifestyle story that I can oh, share. Well, she, and, it's a, and it's a we know her, so I'm so excited about it. So my friend Vicky... Um, is a she's a writer and she's she's just like one of my favorite people and she and her soon to be fiance are um, they were featured in People magazine this week and oh, that's it was right. all very about cool. very cool it was all about couples that fell in love during the pandemic and um, and the thing with Vicky is that I know you know I've been friends with her for like more than ten years and she has you know tried to find. The, she, she has done, done online dating. She's gone to Italy. She's gone to different states. She's really searched for the love of her life. And she's even written a novel that hasn't been published yet about her her dating escapades. So during the pandemic, she started to do some dating online and then would post on Facebook about her like dates that were not so, so great. And someone that she actually had known from college reconnected with her they always kind of stayed in touch but they never they it was like two ships that passed in the night and yet they all they really liked each other even from when they were in college it was just like that missed connection kind of like the movie that i watched last night that you fell asleep to sliding doors so anyway vicky and josh finally reconnected during the pandemic and he was living in texas she had actually gone to texas for several months before the pandemic ironically not no relation to try out living there because she thought she wanted to try a different state sure enough they hit it off they continued they were dating and 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 it really worked and now they are together and on thanksgiving day they started driving back they drove to texas she's moving in with him in texas we actually had dinner with them a while back and we were told afterwards to keep it quiet but we figured now, since that it's people, actually in People Magazine, that we don't need to keep it quiet anymore. Yes, and <laughs> I'm so happy for her. I said, it's like, you deserve your happily ever after. And the fun thing is that she has a lot of family in Italy, and her plan is to get married in, in Sicily, and, and she wants us to come. So I'm like, I'm there. All right. That's so good. not this summer, but next the, not, not, not 2021, 2022, which is perfect, because then hopefully... That'll be a nice summer. It'll be a really nice summer. Um... Yesterday was Black Friday. I don't even know what that means anymore. Like, was it a true Black Friday? Did people actually go shopping on Black Friday? Some people I mean, did, but they said the malls were kind of empty. Yeah. It's very easy to just sit at your computer and order and something. Just Black Friday on your computer? Yeah, I just ordered I some hair stuff. Will there ever be a true Black Friday ever again? Like, going back, to, even pre, like even before the pandemic, right? Like, people, the, the whole meaning of, of Black Friday was sort of just... Oh, wow. Cuomo was caught sneaking off to his girlfriend's house in Buffalo for Thanksgiving, and he took his mother Come to on. Is that true? Is that come true? On, seriously? Seriously, I need to see a picture of oh, that. Oh, man. Uh, come That's on. Just I, 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 really... I need to see pics, Craig. I like the thing that they keep doing where people were did like a cartoon of him and stuck him on the window where he's like staring inside your window to see how many people you have. Like, that was really funny. Yeah. Um, going back to dogs for a second, they uh, Claire, a Scottish deerhound, 
has won Best in Show title at the 2020 National Dog Show, which is, I guess, always revealed um, on Thanksgiving Day. So it was Claire, a Scottish Deerhound. Beautiful looking dog. Um, you know who's hiring a lot of people in case you're looking for a job? Amazon. Yep. You know how many people they're hiring per day, roughly? <laughs> Think about this. This is 10,000. No, not 10,000. 1,000. You know, that's like, you know, you get so excited to share something and you totally overshoot. <laughs> Totally, and now anything I say is going to seem like, oh, that's not a 1,000. 1,400. Okay. 1,400 people a day. Craig, you gotta, I got to see the picture. Wait, but, um, okay, 1,400 before what? Deliveries? Like, what are we talking just about? 1,400 just people, just everything. 1,400 people a day. That's a lot. That's well, a lot. do you know that Disney laid off 30,000 people? Now they're going to Amazon. Maybe. Um, the show that I want to start watching with Dylan when he comes back, a new show with Brian Cranston. What? Called Your Honor. Oh, okay. It's a ten part series. Looks looks. Is it amazing. on Netflix? I think so. It looks amazing. It's um his son does some Brian Cranston's son does something I guess that he wasn't supposed to do, and then I guess he finds out the person he did it to was involved with the mob, and then it becomes a whole cover up. But Brian Cranston, who's like Dylan's, I think Dylan's favorite actor. Yeah, he likes him. So totally want to watch that tonight. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. If you're interested in boxing at all and you want to see two old men past the age of 50 get into a, get into the ring, you can watch that tonight. And last thing before I hand it over to my lovely lady, I thought this was an excellent piece that I wanted to highlight if you get a chance to read it. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it was an op-ed piece in the New York Times yesterday and talking about COVID-19, obviously the numbers are spiking and the you know, quarantine. This was a very good piece, an op-ed piece by a woman named Donna Farber, who is a professor of immunology and surgery at Columbia. And the title of it is Quarantine is Bad for Kids' Health. And it's a very interesting piece. And it talks about while we are trying to protect our kids and everybody you know, around us from COVID, the amount of damage, not even talking about the psychological and social damage that's happening to kids from the quarantine, but actually the damage that's done to their immune systems by not being exposed to other people. And this is a very cool, very interesting piece. I just want to read it real quick. Most children are born with a functioning immune system with the capacity to respond to diverse types of foreign substances called antigens encountered through exposure to microorganisms, food, and the environment. The eradication of harmful pathogens, establishment of protective immunity, and proper immune regulation depends on the immune cells known as T lymphocytes. With each new infection, pathogen-specific T cells multiply and orchestrate the clearance of the infectious organism from the body, after which some persist as memory T cells with enhanced immune functions. The bottom line is by the fact that the kids are not being exposed to others, they are not able to produce these T cells. Wow. Point, point is, is that as much as we want to protect our children and not expose them to others, they're basically saying, wear your masks, which you're supposed to do, and get them out. Wear your, but wear your masks. Like, right. you can't be irresponsible about it. And yes, we need to get this damn vaccine out, but just this... It's like trying to prevent the kid from falling. Right, exactly. The shutdown response that we have to this crisis of wanting to protect our kids, which I understand, and keep them sheltered from everything around around them, 
can be as equally dangerous as the virus itself and not just causing like you know perceived problems of maybe psychological actual problems with their immune system because these are critical years well it's the same thing when we talk about we were saying about allergies sometimes when some where they deprive them of peanuts and all the things when they're babies because of an incident that happened then then you become even more i'm glad you brought this up i actually started this a well-known theory called the hygiene hypothesis proposes that the increased incidence of allergies and other immune disorders involving inappropriate immune reactions across industrialized societies is a result of the move away from agrarian society toward a highly sanitized urban setting. Translation, let your kids play in the dirt. Correct. And eat the sauerkraut. Yes, that's ex- that, yes. in a nutshell, that's exactly eat what... Eat the sauerkraut and wash it down if you feel like your, throat, your windpipe's closing up a little, just a little bit. So <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying is we need to, we, we continue to try to find some balance in this chaos. That's what I'm really trying to say. I'm not say, yeah, I don't know if I'd say just... I, <laughs> Five second rule. I wouldn't have your kid go lick a dirty doorknob. That's right. not what I'm saying. Five second rule. Right? But, well, the biggest... Listen, the biggest learning thing that I learned over the years, um, and I remember, like, we used to, like, was the touch a doorknob, touch your eye, you're going to catch a cold. Like, that to me was like, oh, I get it. And then, you know, if you're commuting a lot and you're, let's say you were holding on to a subway pole or whatever, and then you, you, you subconsciously just touch your eye, those things, that's how you were transmitting a lot of viruses. But, yeah, in terms of these other things, like, you can't be the boy in the plastic bubble. You can't, but just, I mean, unless you really need to be. But right, but other No than offense that, to that. If you are. Exactly. If you are, then yeah. you have to be. Then you have to be. But, you, but not everybody has to be, so. Do you have any plastic bubble trivia questions over there? I do not. Right. I do not. No, oh, and going... then one other thing, because I'm going to give a, a, a shout out to our daughter, who, um, so she brought home, I think we talked about this the other day when she came home for the week, she actually brought home her sewing machine um, because she has an embroidery class and she also has a weaving class and she has a lot of projects that are due. Um, like, obviously, because the semester is ending soon. And she, yesterday, she was up in her room. She went and she bought this denim fabric that was really cool. And she created a denim jacket, a zipper denim jacket. Beautiful. So awesome. I was like so excited. And even, and what I was even more excited about was that, so she was wearing it. I took a picture of her wearing it. And I'm like, I want to try it on. And I tried it on and it fit. And it fit. And I'm like, oh my God. Because I've never been like, you know, I mean, she's still tinier than me, but the fact that I could actually fit into something of hers that she created. So now, like, I wanted to make my own clothes. I'm going to, and I think I want her to take an upholstery class because the cats have destroyed our furniture. So if yes, I can get her into that, right. get her to make I could covers. save a lot of money. All right. All right. Anyway, here we go. So the word of the day is prehension. What does prehension mean? Before thought? No. Oh, Craig said she should sell her designs to small stores in the village. I know. It, it's, you know what, and she's not even done with it yet because she's going to add some embroidery to it. Um, and, you know, we're just trying to figure out because the the fabric is obviously expensive. So it's a matter of pricing, like what it would be to do these one-off items. But I really think that it could be a very cool thing. Um Oh, Kevin said he's always getting colds, but he hasn't this year. I'm guessing all the mask wearing and hand washing yep. helps. Yep. Yeah, and Kevin, you commute. You're, you're like going in and out of the city, so definitely. 
All right, so what does prehension mean? Prehension means the act of seizing or grasping mental apprehension. Oh, okay. All right, this should be an easy one. So we're going to, this should, you know, maybe you'll sing this to yourself. What was given on the fourth day of Christmas? On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two, what? All it takes is one to celebrity to buy it, and she's Vera Wang. I know, I love right? It, right? I, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. And it's all about those connections. And I, I, I agree with you a million percent. I'm real excited for her. I'm really so proud of her and the stuff that she does. All right, so how many, what is, uh, what do you get on the fourth day of Christmas? Come on. Come on. Craig's going to know this, right? Come on. Cornish hens. No. Calling birds. Calling birds? Four calling birds. Three French hens. hens. Two turtle doves. (laughs) And a partridge. And I'm Jewish. (laughs) Who knew? What? All right. I don't know. I just know random songs. Okay. Um, What do deciduous trees do? Excellent, Kevin. Kevin, another another fellow member of the tribe, Seriously. knew the calling um, birds. <laughs> bear leaves, right? Or lose their leaves. Lose their yeah, you were very close. The Cornish hens were three. They lose leaves. They lose leaves. Okay. Um, Triscodecophobia is the fear of what? Number thirteen. All right, that was that was easy. People have to catch up. You know that we're on a delay here. All right. All right. So uh, All right, give, give me a chance. Do, okay. Sip your drink. So now I'm gonna go with uh, what kind of food is Cullen skink? And it certainly is something that I would not Can you spell it? eat. C u l l a n s k i n k k. It's two words. Cullen skink. What kind of food is it, you think? Yes. Something I will never eat. Is it a type of fish? Yep. It is. I mean, it's all in the branding, you know? You name the fish badly, and I will never eat it. Never. What what kind of, what is it? It's seafood. Is it seafood, like, like, like in the shrimp category? Or is it, like, (laughs) Fish in the... Fish category. In the fish category. Because, <laughs> like, if it's in the seafood category, I actually would consider it. I don't know. So what we have for dinner tonight? Uh, I'm making Cullen skink. What's the difference between seafood and fish, by the way? Is it that the fish are in the ocean and the, and the, and the, like the shrimp and the lobsters in the sea? Like you it's, say seafood versus fish? Right. Seafood versus fish. Some, anyone know that? Craig and Kevin, what's the difference between having, like, seafood... Or fish. Well, like, they, why is oh, it? I think when they refer to seafood, they probably refer to... If it comes out of the water, it's seafood. Right. Yeah, no, I'm thinking if it's coming... If they're saying seafood... So, is probably... all fish seafood? Why do we call shrimp seafood? And why do we call sole fish? I don't understand that. I think when you refer to seafood, they're probably... Ref- probably implying it's either lobster... Right, that's what I thought. Crabs... But... I don't know. I'd Shell, like I'd, shellfish. Right. I'd like to have a more in-depth definition of why do we call that seafood and why do we call like sole fish? Like that's the only thing I just kind of. Huh. Oh, okay. It's interesting that that's what you would like to have a more in-depth conversation I just, about. I've always wondered. I want to have more in-depth conversation about a lot of things that <laughs> we can't talk that? about on the air. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. What part? This is gross. <laughs> what part of the human body contains the most gold? 
I was like, okay. Teeth. Nope. Nope. That would be if you, because you're putting in it from like a filling, but no. Part of the body contains the It's most so close. I'm like, how did they even find that? You ready? Fish are fish. Seafood is other sea creatures like crustaceans. The nose. No, it's toenails. Like, how are they finding gold in toenails? I don't, unless they get on, I don't know. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Oh, gross. Okay. Eric Arthur Blair was the real name of which author? Digging for gold in your nose. Yes. That would be, would make sense. What was the question again? Eric Arthur Blair was the real name of which author? His most famous book was... He has two books that were very, very famous. Nope. Not Miller. No, Animal Farm and 1984. Oh, George Orwell? Yes. Really? His real name was that. Clyde Tonbow... Discovered what planet in 1930? Or Tunbao or something like that. A planet was discovered in 1930? Yes. And here's a little planet. Little, little planet. Pluto? Yes. That was, it was that late it was discovered? It was tiny. I mean, how could it be? And then, remember, they said it wasn't wasn't. a planet? Now, what's the status? I think it's back to being a planet. I think they changed their mind again. Yes, Pluto. Um, Okay. Which American state is nicknamed the Diamond State? Diamond State. Um... Washington? Nope. Anyone? Nope. All right, let's see. Delaware. Delaware? Delaware is the diamond state. Who knew? Not, not me. No idea. Portugal has had six kings with what first name? I'm going to guess. You're going to guess it? Ferdinand. Nope. Wow. You just, you thought that you... I thought I had it. You thought you had it, but you didn't have it. It was not. I've been. I started watching The Crown. Good show. Although I'm like, it's four seasons, and I'm only like once for season one in. Not Ferdinand, huh? I thought Arizona Diamondbacks. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. Craig said George. Nope. Try a different name that's very common. John. Exactly. John. Six Johns. Really? Okay. All right, now this is going to be funny. Name this classic TV series, if I can get to this thing. Okay, here we go. All right, almost. i got to yes. skip it. Wait. Yes. Yes. Ah, they're making me watch the whole ad. That's annoying. Can't even skip the ad. Here we go. All right, name. Come on. Really? <laughs> Great show. Oh, I love this show. <laughs> oh, 
Come on, when are you guys gonna get it? What's it? Yay, Craig, with what's happening? Who would you like more, Rerun or Shirley? Or D, <laughs> right? A D was hilarious. Oh, it's so funny, wait. Alright! <laughs> and great, rerun! Great. There's. But you know, that was actually. It was the. And this was what's happening. That was what's happening now. So it was at Dwayne. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne, what was it? What a good show. I know. That was, that was a good show. I loved it. So, uh, loved yeah. I'm I, I glad I found that one. Alright. So right. uh, we're excited because we're going to be going heading off to the airport soon. Not too soon. We don't want to be waiting at the airport for hours. Yeah, but, like twiddling mm, yeah, our thumbs. Right. But we're going to be going off soon to go get the boy. And we're super excited. So everybody else, hope you have a great day as well. Enjoy this beautiful day. Uh, I guess we'll be back by Tuesday, right? Because I'm working yes. Monday. So we'll be back Tuesday. And uh, hopefully we'll have some more fun things to report. And hope everybody else has the uh, fantastic rest of the weekend. All right. All right, everybody. Smiles, everyone. Bye. Smiles.